telling you right now, this fight is the same fight I saw with Father Morello when I was at the St. Alvarez's Church when I was 13 well, years old. And to help call the action on this historic night yeah. is none other than, you ready, Chris? Yeah. Academy Award winning. That's right. 3 6 Mafia. That's right. Juicy J and DJ Paul. These are two gentlemen who are adults already. They should have jobs, they should have some sort of career goals, yet uh, they don't. In a TLC match, tables, ladders, and cervezas. All right. Here we go. It took a while. We're finally here. We, we've made it. You're at the end of your Wrestling Society X journey. It only took you almost a year. <laughs> it took a year. Uh, it's fine. We made it. That's what's important. <laughs> um, so yeah, on this one, we'll go through WS Extra 8, Episode 9. Debbie Extra 9 in episode 10. So it'll be a little bit longer. But also... I don't know. We don't need to spend a ton of time on some of these things. Um, anything that features Joe Ryan by happenstance yeah. is also not good. Uh, so yeah, it's mostly the only thing about Joey Ryan in my notes is um, writing bad things about him and wishing that things would happen to him yeah, are unpleasant. Him. Yes. As you should, yes. Um, but there isn't. He's featured in here twice, I yeah. believe, which is like not good, but also speed. Really create some efficiencies here. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright. Well, then if you don't mind, we'll kind of just hop right into it so that don't take up all, all of your night. Yeah, let's go. Hello there, folks. Welcome to We Don't Know Wrestling Society X. And this is the finale. Long time coming with Rippy Gas. Crispy Lettuce, how are you doing? I'm going to call you just a co-host. <laughs> Might as well, yeah. Uh, how do you feel about uh, your podcast lasting longer than the actual show? It's impressive. I am proud. Uh, <laughs> it was, that's just, was just all planned. Obviously, it wasn't by just pure happenstance of my schedule in life being a mishap for the past six or seven months. But we're here. That's what that's what matters. And what we need to do is to uh, tease a second season of this podcast. That's never going to happen. That's, at the end absolutely. Next up, Lucha Underground. We don't even want to talk about it. So it really factors into the fact that. Doesn't, we just tease it. Just say it's going to happen. And then remember, Brian Cage is on it. And be like, yeah, no, that's, a lot, that's a lot more episodes of stuff to watch than uh, Wrestling yeah. Society X. Yeah. Wrestling Society X, the perfect wrestling season. Just 10 episodes. You're in, you're out. One of them never sees, the, sees air. Yeah. It's perfect. And they're like 22 minutes long. Yes, exactly. Once you cut out the musical acts, who needs them? Breeze. Then you have internet episodes longer than the actual television episodes. 
yuck. But we've made it. We're going to talk about WS Extra 8, Episode 9, WS Extra 9, and the actual finale that was not aired on television, Episode 10. So, we're going to just hop right into it. Uh, we're in WS Extra 8. They, we start off by highlights of the Vampiro Ricky Banderas match, coffin match from the last episode. And the only note I had on this was that Fabian peaked the audio somehow on television by saying, went boom, exploded. Uh, and it, I lost my mind because it didn't feel like this is possible in this era of television to really have an audio miscue of this magnitude. But it was impressive. Fabian Killian just really doing things that you don't expect. The sound on the whole video package wasn't good because it's, it killed the crowd noise. It just, it seemed like the match was happening in front of a dead crowd. Yeah. And highlight packages for WSX matches are always funny because the match is like five minutes long. And then you get this highlight package that's like basically every spot that four, happened in the match. Four and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, literally, unless, the matches already are just literally to spots. That's all it is. <laughs> Um, that's not even a derogatory, hey, these are spot fests. That's all they show. Um, and somehow they cut any movement that is literally getting up, walking, running. Unless you're in the Yeah, because I mean, like, this is a pretty long video package. It's the, I swore there were things in this video package I did not see in the match. And right? they, could, they could do that because you know they cut these matches all the shit. Yes, which actually we're going to talk to... Oh, to yeah. some extent, got, there's which, something coming here. <laughs> which admittedly has made me my head hurt repeatedly over the past. We've been scheduling this podcast for months. It feels like at this point, <laughs> and I've been thinking about this instance. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, but uh, then we get a cartel versus Los Padres Guapos highlight package. It's whatever. Um. I don't know if you have anything in there. Otherwise, we'll just keep moving. Uh, yeah, I just like I'm big. I'm a big fan of the cartel putting fish on people. I'm yeah, it's, it rules. More. I don't know how AEW doesn't have a tag team right now that's putting fish on people. It's an easy well, that, way. well, you know, NXT's got the that Italian guy. He should be doing that. Bada bing. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Tell, let's ring him up. Get him on the old Twitter. I'll, I'll tell. I'll, I'll DM Malcolm Vivids. Exactly. Logan. Exactly. Send that up the flagpole. Uh, then. They're talking about Drang- Team Dragon Gate's return. Uh, Fabian references Sakota, uh, the kidnapper. Um, yes. Which doesn't make sense to me because this info like has never been given to us in any form or fashion except in this WS Extra. Uh, <laughs> it feels like that's info you, you want to save maybe for the actual television program. Um, but yeah, they're leaking info into the show that. No one is watching. I well, I'll talk you. about it later. But the whole the whole thing with the Dragon Gate guys is kind of weird, especially with the finale. But we'll talk about that if we get there. Yeah, yeah, it's. I don't get it. I don't get it. But speaking of Team Dragon Gate, they're up next against Doing Ever Heard, Tyler Black, and Jim Jacobs from Broken Heart USA. Oh man, that's their. That's, uh, that's what they're hailed from. Yeah, and they're really selling it. Really selling it. <laughs> Uh, this is going to be the first mention of 
uh, tag team championship belts that are never going to be, which is unfortunate. Well, you can't say never. I mean, there still could theoretically be a second season of Wrestling Society X. If XPW can come back, WSX can come back too. You're right. There you go. Right. Uh, someone once said on the podcast that WSX was really just a clean version of XPW uh, <laughs> for TV. Uh, Team Dragon Eight has Black Rising Sun flag pants, which is a a choice, I think. Uh, I again not quite going with the aesthetic that I'm. I'm not sure what they're trying for here. Um, if they are a Japanese nationalist team of some sort. Who's it's very, yeah, it's very vague how exactly Sakota has what he is or what he does. Is he working for the government? Is he? He's rapping? wearing a suit and he has sunglasses on. So that's all know. it means. I don't. He's trapping yeah. people in very grungy-looking garages. Who's to say? Crowd at one point is chanting "Mortal Kombat" again. Mortal Kombat, really not known for having. Japanese wrestlers in there. Yeah. When it's a lot that. of just buff Americans there for the most part, except like a Liu Kang. I don't get it. Um, this crowd is not, it's not winning over me. Do you have any other thoughts on this match? I've got some other notes here, but I'll, I'll toss it to you. No, I really didn't write down anything about this match except for broken heart USA. And then what the finish is. So I was going to let you talk about that. Um, well, I, the only other thing I was going to say is that Yoshino should have just ran the ropes for his entire WSX oh, run. Oh, yes. He does run them very, very fast. Yes. And, like, people like that. They like seeing a guy go very fast. That's that's not good wrestling, but it's something to look at. <laughs> and that's more, gets him more over than most people on this roster, probably. Um, but, no, he's got to get kidnapped and become... Part of a sleeper cell, I'm assuming. Um, why do I have? Okay, I have Pitbull is saying DIFH tag teams. Oh, um, as in fucking. Yes, Pitbull is insinuating that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That uh, doing for her uh, tag teams, um, the sexual way. That's. Yeah. I was breezing through some of these episodes, um, but I was not catching up on some of my notes of Pitbull being back on commentary. An all-timer, really. Not sure how WWE hasn't given him a big old contract. Give him my money. the now. iconic WrestleMania theme song. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him perform live and in person. I was mostly asleep, but still. <laughs> um, Got to announce for WSX and... Um... Did the theme song for WrestleMania? The Big Show. Hall of Famer. Wrestling Hall of Famer. Exactly. Geki Horiguchi gives Power Black a low blow right in the pebbles, as Pitbull says. <laughs> Again, just Pitbullisms. Big wins. Um, do you want to talk about the finish a little bit? Yeah, you know, I like to think of myself as a, a fireball connoisseur. I've made a lot of gifs on the twitter machine of fireballs and uh this one was very not good you could tell it was not good because mtv didn't even make them edit it like the other fireball that they did where uh what was it vampiro threw one and they edited the shit out of it yeah so yeah sakota he like puts his 
hands together like he's making a gun with his hands, and then a very weak fireball comes out and hits uh, Jimmy Jacobs. Yeah, it's mm, odd, to say the least. It's not the worst one ever, because it's not like Hogan Warrior bad, but it's pretty bad. It's not good. It's not good. For a show that has an affinity with this this gimmick... And also, it, like, can just... Has no problem editing in effects in post. Very obviously, they were like, fuck it, we don't care about this one. Why not here? Um, <laughs> Throw us extra, that's why. It's I mean, they've done it. We've seen them do it. They're like, oh, I don't care. Okay, next up. Something that I missed originally when I was watching this, but when I went back um, this week, I was like, wait, how did I... This is like a five-second clip where... Sarah Del Rey slash Nick Grimes uh, just smacks old Eric Cannon right on the kisser with her lips, you know, gives him the real smoocherooski. Um, and then Eric Cannon falls off his chair. It's just nonsense. Doesn't I don't, I don't remember seeing that. <laughs> I must have missed it. Yeah, I went back through and I was like, wait, this is literally the fastest transition of all time to get to this. Um, if you, Literally, if you blink, you will miss... Sarah Del Rey macking with Eric Cannon for no good reason. Um, that is a payoff that never is going to come. Never would have been worth it. Next match. We got Matt Classic and El Hombre, El Hombre Bronco de Mascarado versus that 70s team versus Nate Webb, Josh Raymond, Trailer Park Boys. Again, we're going to throw out another pitbullism here. The prop for the Troy Park boys, they probably have the same sister and same mother. <laughs> he also at one point calls one of the wrestlers Vanilla Ice. I do not know who he could possibly have been referring to, if I'm being honest with you. Um, yeah, I can't think of it. None of them fit. Well, long story short, this match is way too much Joy Ryan, who's a living piece of shit. So, I didn't write too Yeah, much. I'm mad. I was very mad because I saw Matt Classic come out and I was excited because I liked that gimmick. And then fucking Joey Ryan came out. He ruined both a Matt Classic match and a Trailer Park Boys match. So, fuck him. He's a piece of shit. A real feat? Someone should book him for a card in Mexico and then plant drugs on him so when he comes back across the border, they just fucking lock his ass up. If anybody's listening and think that's a good idea, they should go ahead and do that. Yeah, because obviously the other crimes he has done will not be prosecuted. Trey Park boys win. Raymond hits a sexy backbreaker. Backcracker. Sorry. My mistake. Uh, That was my end to this match. Uh, Do you have any other final thoughts before we move on? No, no. Uh, We had a heck of a main event. Oh, I said put, put Matt Classic on AEW Dark. Yeah, just have him come out every other week. Every week, is they are ready. have to acknowledge that he's cold command. Exactly. Uh, Matt Classic in the dark order now. Fits right in. Yeah. A real main event here. Main event anywhere in the world. We have Jack Evans versus Human Tornado in a dance off. Oh my god. No fans. This is an empty WSX arena, just like they do on the streets. All the wrestlers are here in the ring, though, to it's, cheer them on. It's it, bad. It's very bad. No, this is one of my favorite things that WSX has done. <laughs> it's just garbage, but also, like, very weird in a in a not 
oh, these folks are sex pests way, uh, which I appreciate. Jack Evans is, every time he talks on these shows, I'm like, why did anybody ever let this happen and let it make air where other people had to see it? I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, this is for a very particular taste, and it should not be for everyone because it's also not a very good dance-off. Jack Evans, one-trick pony, yeah. spins around. Human Tornado, not the greatest dance in the world. I'm sorry. Rick Knox egregiously calls it a draw. And they decide that the only way to settle this is now in the, in a wrestling match. Let me just say about Rick Knox is this is the last televised wrestling program that he ever should have been on. <laughs> Why are you going to burn Rick Knox like that? <laughs> the corpse referee is a good name for that guy. He's got several stints to come. I know he does. Um, but yeah, that is the end of WS Extra 8. We're moving on to episode 9. And they show another package. I, I believe they show another package of Ben Darius versus Vampiro. They do because the, my notes for this episode just say that a coffin wrapped in barbed wire that explodes when someone thrown into it is like the most WSX thing possible. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Also, I would like to clarify that commentary for some reason calls that mo- moment ironic. And I would like to clarify for the record <laughs> that Banderas putting Vampiro through the barbed wire coffin and exploding is the antithesis of ironic. It is the least subtle move you can do. I don't know. I don't know. I think I could hear Atlantis Morset singing about this. It's ironic. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. Uh, Fabian is getting into full gear now. He is... That's what I said that too. Like uh, the the other episode that I saw him on, he's like, he's kind of down. And this one, I'm like, oh, he got the good cocaine again. He's 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 jacked up again. Yeah, he's he's on fire right now. Striped pants, suspenders. It's tough to watch. First match, out on bail and out of control. Luke Hawks and Alcatraz versus Eric Cannon and Vic Grimes. With Nick Grimes escorting them to the ring. Nick uh, Grimes is huge. Just a large, large man. Dangerously large. Do you, I'll let you give it to me. What, what are your thoughts on this one? I, I didn't even know Vic Grimes was still around at this point. Like, I thought basically after New Jack threw him off the scaffold that he was not wrestling anymore. And it looks like he probably was fucked up because he's a lot better now than he used to be. But here he is. Yeah, and he could still walk the ropes. Yeah, that's even what, if Alcatraz was probably holding him up like most of the way. Yeah, it's a not a lot on him, but still he's trying. <laughs> um, Styles B is on commentary. I don't know who Styles B is, but he's he's really ripping here. Us. At one point, he says, speaking of roles, Eric Cannons aren't holding him back, Um, which is just real fire towards Eric Cannon. Not sure he deserved (laughs) it. He also makes an Ivan Putzky reference at one point. Um, Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. He is a man of the people. 
Truly. I don't know who in this match that you would look at and think of fucking Ivan Putsky, though. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know where you would make that that leap, but he makes it, and I appreciate it. Um, getting back to that old school move he does, uh, fit crimes with the rope. It, I when I remember it, it is less impressive physically as it is uh, engineering. Uh, like those ropes should not have been able to support that man at any point in time. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, here we are living the telltale. Um, there is a oh. WXX light tube formation on the outside. Oh, this is just the, one of the more ridiculous WSX things is they tell us that this contraption of light tubes has live electricity running through it. Why is it there? Why does it exist? <laughs> yeah, why is it there? And then also, why are you telling me that it has live electricity run through it? Well, let I'm me not... tell you why. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> because when Big Grimes just does a little little tackle into it, all just like a um, <laughs> it goes blasting. Um, it doesn't look good particularly, but he just runs into that pile of light tubes and it explodes. That's I did appreciate that they tried to like hide it with like some different camera angles, so they show you like the announcers and like the flash of the explosion was on them. So like that looks cool. But yeah, the explosion was definitely the weakest of the WSX explosions of the many WSX explosions. Budget is running thin right now. We are really at a tail end of this thing, just trying to <laughs> make ends meet. I found the finish extremely funny. It was funny. It is a springboard doomsday device drop kick. Uh, but what happens is that Hawks, when he does the drop kick, actually just gives Alcatraz a whole lot of ass to eat. And it's just the funniest thing I saw on this dang show. Yeah. Uh, I hope you appreciated it. I also just want to say, I'm sure I talked about it last time, that Alcatraz has some amazing hair. <laughs> where he doesn't have any hair except on the very back of his head. He has like a little strip. It's, it's a look. I wouldn't do it. But he's his own man. That's I mean, that's what wrestling is about. You just... Take the fact that you're bald and you just figure out one freaking weird way to shave your head so that it looks cool. Yeah. Look at Iceman Parsons. I, Iceman looks cooler than Alcatraz. Well, I mean, of course. Of course. But still. Um. Okay, moving on. Uh, Lacey is interviewing Los Bochos Grappos. Says chaos has been through some shit. Aguilar says, we're only talking about the future. We're looking forward. We want Cartel in a prime death match. Prime death match means a few things. It's going to be hard to live up to that. Yeah, you know, when what I have sitting down here is it says, I'm expecting that to be a big letdown, but I actually <laughs> did like the match. But also, what I have said is that, you know, Aaron Aguilera, he stabbed a man before. He stabbed John Cena. He's not going to be so shook that you just put a fucking fish on him. What does he care? Maybe chaos, but not Aaron Aguilera. He stabbed a man. 
You can for sure handle it. Fish. Um, next up, Scorpio Sky versus Six Pac. I. This might be Scorpio like. Scorpio Sky just got his ass whooped. Yeah, this might be the most effort that Pac puts in this whole run. Looks semi motivated. Um, and that he's. I think it's because he's wrestling guys that are small. So when he gives them like one kick, they can take a bump for it instead of like him just hitting the kick and it looks like shit because nobody took a bump. Yeah, but he's like he's moving. He even bumps a little for Sky on one of the like two well, moves he gets the in. Show where he takes the atomic drop bump like nuts first into the ring post. <laughs> so he he was bumping this whole time. Yeah. Um, he looks much better than he has, which was a positive. Why he gave it to Scorpio Sky, who knows? Again, it's WSX. So this is really like three to four minutes of wrestling action here. So saying Pac's giving some effort also is like very small sample size here. Yeah. Um, the finish is real rude to Scorpio Sky. Holy shit, that's the most disrespectful <laughs> pin ever. Uh, gives gives him the low blow. Gives him the six factor. Does a teabag pin. No leg cover, no nothing. No, not even. Uh, it's not just like he puts his nuts on his face. He humps his face the entire cover. <laughs> uh, really giving him the business. And that's it. Scorpius guy had nothing for it. Um, commentary says how quick the match was they go to Lacey in the back for Seidel and Valentine we're really, <laughs> the transitions now we're really into it right now um, Lizzie is needing Matt Seidel to put his shirt on he is just half naked Matt is really jealous that Six Pack blew past Scorpio Sky a man he had to really really struggle to beat um Lizzie lying through her teeth, saying there's nothing going on with her, Pac. There was this letter she had. Boom. That's it. End of segment. We're done. <laughs> yeah, I want to see the extended footage of Matt Sadell talking more about this letter. Because this is some riveting acting that was going on in this segment. Some of the best. Matt Sadell, really glad he didn't quit his day job. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't think acting was his. And this isn't calling. even the funniest backstage segment that he has that we're going to talk about. No, it's it's good. I, I think the segments <laughs> get better as we're closing out here. Uh, next up, main event: Jack Evans versus Human Tornado. Um, I know this is the match that you've been thinking about from the finish. don't think i don't think this is it Not, this isn't the one this isn't the one oh. um well it's because it's what i'm thinking about is in wsx or nine which we will talk about um wh- what did you think of this match i guess we'll start off and go there um like uh, the last said basically it's i mean look at who it's wrestling it's basically just a bunch of spots and um, but the one thing I said about Human Tornado is that he's he's really good at doing like one move and then celebrating too much and getting his ass kicked. I'm like he would have been like a great job guy on TV, like ten years before this. Yeah, 
Um, it's not much of a match. It's not particularly. So yeah, this is this the only WSX match other than that Rumble that goes to a commercial break. I think so. Yeah, so like you get like what two minutes, and then it goes to a commercial break, and it comes back, and you get maybe three more, if that. If yeah, that. and they call this a ten-minute time limit, which we saw <laughs> maybe five minutes of. I think that's being overly generous as well. And the finish is weird. It's like this was not planned to be a time limit. It's just like somebody realized these fuckers are never going to stop wrestling. We got to just figure out a way to end this match. Because how much can we really edit the hell out of this? It's, we're going to put four minutes on TV and they've been out there for 12 already. Yeah, I think we're also going to try to imply that Fabian Killen has gotten drunk with power. <laughs> which we never will pay off, but he has no, gone I, I see, I don't even think that, that's the thing that I thought you were thinking about. Because when I'm watching this, I'm like, I don't even think they planned this. I'm like, they were just like, well, how do we explain that the announcer just randomly ends the match? And like, well, we'll just make him a heel. Uh, he's met laughing maniacally. It's just an out there finish because you don't see it coming. It's very dumb and stupid. Yeah, uh, that's why I think it's just like somebody was just like, we have to legitimately call an end to this match. It's not, not working. This isn't the plan finish, but these fuckers will not stop wrestling. We have to stop this. Um, to end this episode, we have Matt Classic about to get interviewed. Sakato comes in there, whispers something, boom, we're in. Uh, Dragon Gate is doing a promo in Japanese. They could literally be saying anything. We have no idea, no subtitles, no nothing. Um, then Sakato speaks for the first time, I believe, and it's just the least Japanese accent you've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. And he might as well be um, the Italian wrestler in NXT. <laughs> Like it's, well, he's from California. Ryan Sakota is born I, in California. Maybe. <laughs> like, he doesn't even sound Californian. He, like, it's not good. It's It takes you by surprise because very much not what I was expecting. He's not trying either. He's like, this is who I am. Um, good for him, I guess. Um, and that's the end of this episode. I don't know why we ended there, but we're ending it there. So let's move on to WS Extra 9. We're nearing the finale here. We're on the home stretch. Um, we have Keeping a Gangsta versus Trailer Park Boys. Now, yeah, like just those two acts are my favorite in this promotion. So I was pretty hyped for this. It wasn't bad. I thought yeah, it was. It, I mean, right. it's WSX, so it doesn't last very long. It is, I mean, it's fun. Um, I was disappointed. I was like, I wanted like another minute and a half of this. That's all I could hope for with WSX. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, with the WS Extra, you were like, these matches. You, know, you can't, today, well, I wanted another five minutes, because you weren't going to get five minutes in the first place. Yeah, but even then, the YouTube show, they usually let him go a little long. So I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> this is the, this is the match to let him go a little long. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. I, at one point, I was like, did Slim break his arm? Because he's just really cradling that thing into his body. Uh, very weird. I think this is the first time where it feels like maybe Charlotte sure Park boys are going heel despite that commentary having said that for like the last three matches. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the final of the one that like, oh, maybe they're trying to be bad people. Who knows? Still love them. Can't hate them. 
What are you gonna do? Um, but fun match. Um, that's how seen versus doing it for her. They are continually making um, DIFH very erotic, which I do not like. And that's my only note for the match. Yeah, I, all I said was that um, I'm fucking disgusted at Joey Ryan insisted on showing his ass in every one of his fucking matches in this promotion. Yeah. It's... Fuck Joey Ryan. Fuck Joey Ryan. Um... They announced a match that could get a team into a tag team title tournament. Again, does not happen. We will not be getting it, despite all... But it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. Sorry, 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 sorry. Season two, right around the corner, right around the corner. Um, If we keep going, most of these people will be back without a job. Hey, it couldn't be be worse than whatever the fuck Millie Corgan's doing. Yeah, 1,000%. NWA, baby. Um, Rhea Dragon Gates promo on Filth and Fury. Whatever. Then, okay, this is the thing that has driven me up a wall, slash, like, I'm perplexed at the decision-making that ever happened here. They play the footage that, of the wrestling between Human Tornado and Jack Evans. They're playing the commercial footage, what aired, but we did not see. And it does not make any sense, because you're not seeing a beginning of a match, you're not seeing an end of a match, you're just seeing (laughs) a chunk of of the middle of a match and edited in an extremely different way because the YouTube show does about 50% less cuts than the TV show. I came for the life of me figure out who thought, yeah, people want this. This is like a bonus feature on a DVD, like extra, mm, extra scene, but it's wrestling. So just putting this out there, Makes no sense. It has no cohesion whatsoever. There is no payoff. Why do this? No, I think it's basically they were like, wow, we had to cut a lot out of this match out, and they did some cool shit, so let's put it in there. Um, yeah, I, I mean, because it was some cool shit, because I like, got a couple things written down about it. That human tornado almost gets his neck broken in one of the uh, fucking suplex. And then that human tornado kicked the shit out of Jack Evans on a paintbrush. What? <laughs> Wait, what's it? He did, like, paintbrush him in the corner with it. You oh. know, like, small Joe paintbrush, but he actually kicked the shit out of him. Yeah. Like, there's good stuff there. Um, I just wish it was part of the longer hole. Just, like, play the match uncut. No. Come on. It's stupid. You do shit. You're not constrained. Yeah, but man, you can't you can't give us WSX fans a match that goes fucking longer than four and a half minutes. I guess not. I guess that's fair. Um, not ready for that. All right, Chris, this is it. This is it. This is the finale. Are you ready? Yeah. Episode ten, newfound glory, is on commentary. This is an unaired episode. First match up. It's a Piran death match. Cartel versus Los Potos Guapo. You said you enjoyed this match. I did. I thought it was good. I'm with you. I think it's good. I don't think you can really have Piran death match still that land how you would want. Yeah, I mean, it's dumb stipulation. 
that's WSL. You can't, you can't really pay it off. You're not going to have a guy legitimately getting his ass ate up by piranhas. No. So all they, you can really do is have like a good spot where a guy goes in. Yeah. I, and a couple spots where you tease a guy going in and it's delivered on both fronts. Yeah, I think Cartel specifically, just as a whole group, not just the tag team, but all like 20 of them that are in this match. And like the fat guy is not a wrestler, but did that one splash on top of a bottle that's really funny looking on them. Yeah, when they yes. shut the video package. Exactly. And I love them like putting a pa- wood pallet over the the tank so that their team oh, couldn't yeah. get in. Yeah, that was good shit. Um, I love Locello getting his ass eat by the piranhas. Yeah, see, they tease that he's going to go in the tank ass first and then the announcers call it, uh, you know, like you want him to, talking about how Cholo's going to get his ass eat. They love it. That's They're like, hey, this isn't going on TV. I can be as raunchy as I want. Let's get into it. The down and dirty. It's good. It's uh, fun. I enjoy it. I mean, this. that's what you're supposed to do in a gimmick match is you're supposed to tease the gimmick being used. And that's what we got going on. What do you want? I, the finish is a little little flat, but, you know. No, no, before we get there, I just want to say okay. that they say that the blood on Chaos's face is from a piranha snapping at him, and that made me laugh so fucking hard at how stupid it was. I love when they try to make logic out of some of the stuff that is happening in WSX. <laughs> They're like, you know what? Thinking on the fly, new continuity. This is the lore of WSX, and it making no sense. Um, I do find it also funny that they try to tease a power bomb into the. Tank. Oh yeah, I wrote that down too. I mean, that's, I mean, you know, it's not going to happen. Just, but while you're watching it, you're like, oh, that'd be cool. That'd be dope. But also, you're not, you can't do it. That's it, yeah. It's, it's like impossible. every time you see somebody tease getting power bombed off the apron, like it's never going to happen. And now they've but, g- gimmicked cool. before in WWE's to the point where like it does happen, but it doesn't <laughs> feel the same. It doesn't feel the same. Um. All right, the finish again, not super great. Uh, Aguilar clotheslines Chaosus on the apron into the tank. Um, it's done. Gets the lid put on top. He's getting eaten up. Boom. I don't know. I was hoping that we could at least get this with a little bit of a flurry, you know. But if there's live fish in there, maybe a little <laughs> tricky to get. Too 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 wild and wacky with it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I liked it. I thought um, the finish wasn't great, but the guy did go in the tank. So, what do you really expect? Yeah. This they, is probably my favorite WSX match. I thought, as far as um, delivering on a stipulation that's fucking dumb, they did a great job. But you would not have expected them to do. You yeah. expected this to be a fucking disaster. For what they were working with, lots of fun. Um, they should do a prime death match at a upcoming pay per view if you're choosing. I mean, come on, yeah, AEW couldn't even get an explosion match, right? You want them to do a piranha match? I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Uh, They'll have hologram piranhas. <laughs> Uh, the next bit we get is I find deeply funny and deeply disturbing at the same time Scorpio Sky is in the back with Lacey getting interviewed 
but with in moments, Vampiro is on top of his shit, rocking his house. Stone Cold Vampiro. Absolutely, one thousand percent. He's he's even got the vest with a fucking skull on the back. <laughs> he wants to be Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know it. Beat Scorpio out into the ring, and Scorpio's trousers do fall down. They do blur out Scorpio's front. They're implying that Sky's cock is fully out, fully exposed for the viewing audience, which is just a very, very funny thing to me that they <laughs> gave it's, you that. Yeah, it didn't happen, but I think it's good to pretend that it did. Yeah, you gotta, like, sell it. Um, I'm not sure if it's worth, like, implying that, but <laughs> sure, whatever. This is Wrestling Society X. This is the land of the new land of extreme. Um, where we're just showing showing the fans some real penises. Hey, look, wrestling fans want to see cock. Yeah, 100%. We all know it. And they do a real classic get-the-heels-over maneuver here with Vampiro, where he just is getting fed them one by one and just popping them right in the jaw, and they're looking like real sad sacks of shit. Yeah, this was like a 1998 Steve Austin beats up everybody segment, but like not as good or yeah. nearly as good. And for a reminder, Vampiro that is a part of the booking committee here uh, at WSX um, as he is beating every single heel in the locker room that decides to walk to the ring. It's fantastic. Um, then Ricky Vanderas eventually comes out. Ricky's throwing real, real hot stuff with his fists. That's good. Whole segment, very weird, very funny, I have found. Um, especially knowing Vampiro heavily influenced this segment happening the way it did. Um, again, very over, obviously, by beating up a whole bunch of people and penises being shown. It's just like, it's got a perfect storm stuff happening. Hey, that's that's how you make stars. You have one guy beat up everybody. Exactly. That's, they've been doing it for years. Works every time, not just the once. Every time. Um. All right. Next up, we got Sean Waltman, Lizzie Valentine. They're talking in the back. This is. I don't know where they are. There is definitely mold growing everywhere. Yeah, this is like the shadiest looking fucking room. Like WSX, for the most part, outside of like the ring arena area has not looked anything like this in any of the backstage segments. No. So why they're in this extremely dilapidated backstage it's, it's area. It's really fucking creepy that they decided to do that for this segment where Sean Waltman is sitting on the fucking couch with somebody else's girlfriend. Yeah, it is. It's beautiful. Um, Seidel is listening into this conversation, knocks the door down the door gets just immediately beaten up and Waltman is out. He's just like, you know what? I don't need this shit. No drama for, for me. The X factor. Yeah. And then he's talking shit to uh, Lizzie Valentine. And I'm like, who, who's the baby face here? Who am I supposed to feel sympathy for? No one. Sidell who just got beat up in front of his girl or the guy who just, Told the girl to shut up, bitch, and walked away. I don't. Hmm. Shades of gray. Shades of gray. This is what Cody Rhodes means. <laughs> this is the segment that he used for inspiration. 
the, right, before the... we move on, I got to say, Matt said out knocking down the door was funny as shit. Real tough guy. <laughs> yeah, and then he just immediately gets his ass kicked. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah, he stood no chance. Um, they do announce next up a new title in WSX, which is essentially the X Division. Yeah, the WSX X Division. Um, they're like, oh, it's for the high flyers, the risk takers. <laughs> I, I believe they also do say at one point, maybe I heard wrong. No limits. No, no limits. I thought they said no weight limits either. Um, it, it is a lot. Yeah, it's very much the WSX X Division title one. I would have, I would have laughed about that. I wish it was what what they would have called it. Uh, it's supposed to be first fought by Human Tornado and Jack Evans in that rematch. That does not happen, um, or has not happened. Actually, I think Human Tornado retired, so we're. Gonna go with oh come on you think he wouldn't come back for wsx i you know you're right this one more time play the hits you found my tweets about it i'm sure he he still the fire still burns <laughs> he needs it that one last one last run oh man this is it this is the fun this is the last match in wsx and i did not find it very good no and it's weird that the big finale with this big stipulation between these two teams who basically don't fucking matter on this show. It is the Filth and the Fury, uh, Teddy Hart and Matt Cross versus Team Dragon Gate. Um, Teddy Hart, also huge, huge piece of shit. Um, it is an exploding cage time bomb death match. I do appreciate that Teddy Hart was at least entertaining to watch on the show despite being a piece of shit instead of insisting on showing me his ass every fucking time he went up there. That's true. That is true. Um, it is a very convoluted gimmick. And I don't... I'm trying to remember exactly what happened to start this match, but all I have written down is that Teddy Hart's moonsault to start the match was like the dumbest fucking thing that you could do to start a match. Yeah, I have springboard moonsault off the top. One of the more ill-advised moves I have ever seen. I, I did not remember the seeing the move again. It is erased from my memory banks. I do not know why. Um, if you want to go watch it, it's on YouTube. But being we both have come up to that same conclusion, maybe worth looking at. Um, okay, so the cage is exploding. Oh, I'm watching. I just looked at it. Teddy Hart comes in, they shut the cage door. He does a backflip off the top rope with his back turned to both guys. And then they jump him. And he just looks like a fucking idiot. Ah. Well, I mean, he is an idiot, so. No, he is. This is true. Um, But to set the scene, the cage is explosive. If you touch the cage, you will be exploded on. That's That's your memory, correct? You touch this thing, you're... Well, I don't know, because there's also, like, this fucking box that you gotta go up and... Well, that's it's, the... It's convoluted, yes. yeah. I think the cage is set up that it, it explodes, but then the whole ring explodes when you yeah. shut off. The... There's multiple layers to the explosion. Yeah. You touch the cage, that yeah. just that cage explodes. But then, there's also a timing device set up to the entire cage and ring, where there's a box 
above the ring and the cage. Yeah, a box that might as well say fucking Acme uh, <laughs> explosives on it. That you have to. Do you touch that to start the countdown or to? I think. Finish? Well, I think so because it it doesn't immediately explode when someone when it goes off. It's, it is a lot. Um, there's... The fake crowd noise in this is terrible. It's just like nonstop. It's like the same small crowd loop done over and over. Because they don't really have fans there because they're of the explosion. They're like not as many or whatever. So they just use fake crowd noise and it's awful. Yeah, it's not not selling me. Not really convincing me. The, they don't react like when moves happen. It's just the same generic fucking noise. Um. Yeah, these are not real wrestling fans for the most part. These are all actors out in those stands. Yeah, but this isn't even like the usual bad crowd reactions. It's this is literally like fake fucking crowd noise. This is like whoever was in charge of editing those noises in really just. <laughs> took their foot off the gas and said, hey, literally no one's going to see this except maybe a hundred people on DVD. The WWE Seagull crowd reaction. Yeah, that it could be could be worse. Could be worse. Not much. Could be worse. Um So, okay. Scott blinds Teddy Hart with his fire gun. Which is what I just call it. Because it's not a flare gun. It looks very weird. They do do some editing this time around. Because they're like, you know what? We're going to make... This is real TV. We're going to make this look like something. It looks very bad still. But it blinds Teddy Hart. And he power bombs the ref. And that's just a very <laughs> funny so thing. stupid. <laughs> yeah, Teddy Hart pretending to be blind. And then fucking power bombing the referee was ridiculous. Yeah. Like... Phew. Feels like every other time it's like, oh, drop kick, punch, kick, you know, classic. I'm blind. I'm gonna hit. Oh yeah, and then he doesn't just do a power bomb. He power bombs him into the cage, which explodes because it's the exploded cage. Uh, as one does, as one does. Um, and then when the actual explosions happen, they're all very funny. They're they're all. I the rumble was the high point for explosions for the series, obviously. This last episode is really just terrible when it comes to special effects. <laughs> just like you could see this show did not have a lot of money behind it to begin with. But really, we're really scratching the bottom of the barrel here of what we can do with explosions uh, during this cage match. And that last thing you see, Wrestling Society X. Well, we should mention that the, the ridiculous box that you have to set off to blow up the ring it's on a scaffold. You gotta climb the cage, get onto a scaffold, and then press the fucking big whatever fucking button to set up the explosion. Yeah, there is so many layers to this match for two teams that don't deserve it. <laughs> and also, Teddy Hart did a fucking shooting star off the scaffold on other guys waiting under it, which was probably like the coolest spot in the match. Absolutely. It's all a lot that they did this whole setup for these two teams. Team Dragon Gate, who has not been in 75% of the show. 
No. They um, were like these two teams that were mostly on the fucking website, the website show. Yeah. Anti Dragon, who's just been like in the weirdest vignettes possible. Yeah. And then shows up and like we're supposed to treat them like a big deal. Uh, it doesn't make sense. And it especially doesn't make sense because they're left standing tall to end the series. As it stands, the last thing that happens in WSX today <laughs> is Team Dragon Gate standing tall and Filth and Furry dead, perhaps, in the cage. Well, I do think it's good that this promotion ends with an explosion. It, it, as it, that's pretty come, fitting. Yeah, come come out as you came in, you know? Blow I mean, that's what they're known for. This is the promotion with fucking explosions. This is the promotion. Does the boom? That's how boom. it is. So it's got to go that way. Um. All right. That's it. That's that's the finale. That's the preliminary episode. Uh, what did you think? What did you feel about the finale and really WSX on the whole here? I think they should have put the piranha match last, but I guess with the explosion, you can't really do that. I just think it was a better match. No, fuck so it. You could. They should have ended with the Piranhas. Cartel standing tall. Much better finish this whole show. Little Cholo getting his gets to ride off into the sunset. B-Boy gets that, his That was my favorite match in the whole show. It's a fun match. Not many matches on this show got to talk about ass-eating. No. I think that's the only one. I think. I can't, like, be confident in that. But I think. So, you get your best match on made in the series for the finale. Just happens to be not the main event. Don't really go on a hot note to end things, but... Well, at least we didn't have Joey Ryan. On the at least we didn't have Joey Ryan. This is a very good point. Um, But yeah, I think this was a very weird end to the series it's as if they very much did not know this was going to be the end um, you would have thought you wanted like a vampiro versus ricky Banderas match on the finale yeah or sean waltman or something like that yeah like they just didn't pick very big acts for their finale yeah like i have to remember this was not aired on television but even then, the last match people would have saw otherwise was Jack Evans versus Team Tornado. So it really does not fucking matter because, you know what? Jack Evans and Team Tornado are not big name draws either. Let me tell you. Um, so yeah, weird end to the show. Very weird show. So many breezy episodes. But also, I don't know if I can tell anyone, hey... That WSX, baby. Go get it. I would. I mean, if you have an F uh, so, Yeah, it's fun. If you just want wrestling, that's fun. And you're not going to have to invest a whole lot of time into watching an episode. Yeah, go ahead. Like, you can watch a WSX episode in the time it probably take you to watch one, like, New Japan main event. I'm doing some math here. If you have an afternoon, the size of a paper a pay-per-view these days for wrestling. Don't watch any of the extras. You can watch this whole series front to back and like an afternoon. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I can recommend if you that. watch a four-hour wrestling pay-per-view, you could watch. You can watch this. Yeah. I would say the Rumble. Oh, I have a little time left over. Rumble worth it. Obviously, this episode one, prime death match, I know. Also worth it. And seeing Matt Seidel's just really incredible acting chops, story arc, <laughs> play out. Um, there's just some silly things in the show. Fish, dead fish. If you don't watch the extra stuff, you won't have to see so much of Joey Ryan. That's very true. Um, I would say there's not a ton you're going to miss out. You miss some Trailer Park Boys, which is unfortunate. You do miss some Trailer Park Boys. You miss, I think, all of Pitbull's best lines happen during the extra episode. But, you know, take the good with the bad. Uh, if you really become a WSX head, then go back and watch the extras. They're not going anywhere. And, of course, skip Joey Ryan. Then skip Joey Ryan matches. It's easy. Done. Um... That's it. That's the finale. That's our finale. We're finished. We're fini. You feeling good about that? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, too. Of course, you know, if the season two happens. Then season two happens. You gotta come back. That's it. That's that. We have no other choice. I'll be very upset if you don't invite me. Well, you have to be on. I mean, if I'm dead, you still gotta have like a seance. Yeah, we'll give you a ten count. <laughs> and classic wrestling faction fashion maybe cut it short um <laughs> maybe have some white noise going the entire time but yeah that's it do you want to give some plugs yeah uh subscribe to the crispy lettuce google drive it's uh, only ten dollars one time for permanent access to over two terabytes of great wrestling no wsx but there's some other good stuff on there wsx all free on the internet i promise you just go on youtube Pay him for the good stuff. Um, yeah, where else are you going to watch Central States? Get where? Rufusar Jones and Bulldog Bob Brown fix. Um, at Chris with a K, P Lettuce on Twitter. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Concrete1992. Follow the We Don't Wrestling Podcast Network at WDKWPN on Twitter to keep up with podcasts. From uh, Quinn and Tim, um, Alex, and potentially others. Um, thanks again for listening. Chris, thank you for being on. And this has been We Don't Know Wrestling Society X.